are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues the series on practicing Anakazo. The basis of Anakazo is charity or love and compelling others to our Heavenly Father. It takes a pure heart and taking time to invest in others and share our knowledge of Jesus Christ and His wonderful gift of salvation. We must not be ashamed of our love for Christ and His love for us. We must bring others to fill His house. So let's listen in to this powerful word and be blessed. serve you my lord 
stop searching for people to love me. Ooh. Jesus, when I think of you, I feel that you are real. One day I'll see you and I'll touch you. How wonderful it will be, my Lord. I really love you, Jesus. Thank you for your special love for me. I know that you can hear me singing. Oh, that I love you with all my heart. Thank you for your special love for me. I know that you can hear me singing. Oh, that I love you with all my I know that you can hear me singing, ooh, that I love you with all my heart. Wow. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Hey, it was beautiful. Amen. Hallelujah. So now we are ready. Happy Palm Sunday again, and you are welcome. Amen. You are welcome. You are welcome. And now we are ready. We are prepared for the most important part of the service. It is the word of God that is coming for you and I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, they're waiting. They're like, okay, we're looking for our son for real. So we want to welcome. Amen. With a round of applause, I want to stand to your feet and give a round of applause to God. Amen. For all his glory. Amen. And put your hands together for our very own. Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay via Zoom. <laughs> amen. Come hey. on, let's sing and dance. Those who know, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> I wonder why they left this up. Okay, let's pray. Hallelujah. Uh, why, why not sing the dance? Why not the song? Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. We thank you. We give you glory. May you forgive our sins, especially of the technical team Amen. who refused to give us your song. We give you glory and praise. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. May your grace abound in everything that we're doing. May your blessing flow upon your people. Let your power manifest. Speak to us in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I bring you greetings uh, from Sister Real and from the Bishop. They're doing very well. They just finished, um, you know, going to six places for Healing Jesus campaign. They just came home, and I believe the anointing is solid and fire and brimstone came down. Many miracles happened, and I'm sure very soon we'll be seeing Sister Real. God willing, next week she will be here. She sends her love 
Put your hands together for what the Lord has Hallelujah. been doing with Amen. our lives and with our ministry. Wow. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, and um, I want us to just pray for a short time concerning our swollen Sunday. Our swollen Sunday. How many know when? When which when Sunday is that swollen Sunday? He's up. Next Sunday. Next Sunday, swollen Sunday. And I want us to pray uh, for a swollen Sunday, you know. The Bible says in Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Any church that is not involved in evangelism is not in connection or partnership with Jesus Christ. Okay? Amen. We are the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. And what he does is what we do. I mean, anybody that when your body, your head thinks something, your body cannot respond. That's a problem. It's a disconnection. We call it neural transection. Uh huh. We call it transection. We call it spinal shock. All right. Yeah. I mean, the head thinks something, but the body does not respond. And many of our churches, and many times, we disconnect from Jesus Christ and what He's doing. And we, from time to time, we want to remind every church member the reason why Jesus Christ died, especially as we are getting into the Easter. We have to remind ourselves that once upon a time, the precious son of Jesus Christ, the precious son of God, Jesus Christ, died. And his death was only so that the world will be saved. Wow. And if you are saved, a few people, please get that um, uh, film ready. I want to show it, you know, as we are praying. I want you to watch something. I want to us to understand that once upon a time, God sent his only, only begotten son, precious in heaven. And he was ridiculed. He died for us. And for that reason, it is important to get ourselves in tune. What was the reason why he died? We should actually respond by coming alive for Christ, by winning souls. He died so that souls will be saved, so that the world will be saved and restored. Wow. Amen. Amen. And therefore, I want us to, number one, to see this clip that is coming. Pastor Richard, if it is ready, and then number two, to pray for ourselves during the Swollen Sunday. If the clip is ready, let's pray. Lift up your voice. Let's pray until the clip is ready. Pray that God use me, use me, use me, use me this coming Swollen Sunday. Give me the spirit of an Akazu in the name of Jesus Christ. Grant me the spirit of an Akazu. Amen. Watch this clip, please. Write notes. Pay attention. Watch it carefully. It's only five minutes. I had a vision. I saw a dark and stormy ocean. In that ocean, I thought I saw multitudes of poor human beings plunging and floating and shouting and shrieking, cursing and struggling and drowning. And out of this dark, angry ocean, I saw a mighty rock that rose up with its summit towering high above the stormy seas. And all around the base of the rock, I saw a vast platform. And on this platform, I saw with delight a number of the poor wretches continually climbing out of the angry ocean. And I saw that some of those who were already safe on the platform were fervently helping the poor creatures still in the angry waters to reach safety. But something puzzled me. 
Although they had all been rescued at one time or another from the ocean, nearly everyone seemed to have forgotten all about it. Anyway, the memory of its darkness and danger no longer troubled them. And what was equally strange and perplexing to me was that most of these people did not seem to have any care, that is, any agonizing care, about the poor perishing ones who were struggling and drowning right before their eyes. But then I saw something wonderful. I saw a great being from above come straight from his palace, right through the dark clouds, and he leapt right into the raging sea among the drowning people. And there I saw him toiling to rescue them until the sweat of his great anguish ran down in blood. And he was continually crying to those already rescued, to those whom he had helped with his own bleeding hands, to come and help him in the painful and laborious task of saving the lost. But the strangest thing of all was that those on the platform to whom he called were so taken up with their trades and professions and money saving and pleasures and families and community and gatherings and religions and arguments about it that they did not respond to the cry that came to them from this wonderful being who had himself by his spirit gone down into the sea. And so the multitude went on struggling and shrieking and drowning in the darkness. And then I saw something that seemed stranger than anything that had happened before in this very strange vision. Those whom this wonderful being cried out to to come and help him in his difficult task were always praying and crying to him to come to them. Some wanted him to come and stay with them and spend his time and strength in making them happier. Others wanted him to come and take away various doubts and misgivings they had concerning the truth of some letters which he had written them. Others wanted him to come and make them feel more secure on the rock, so secure that they would be totally sure they would never slip off again. They used to meet and get as close to the rock as they could, and looking towards the mainland where they thought the great being was, they would cry out, come to us, come and help us. But all this time, he was down among the poor drowning creatures, crying to them in a hoarse voice, come to me, come and help me. And then I understood it all. It was plain enough. That sea was the ocean of life, the sea of real, actual human existence. Those multitudes of people struggling in the stormy sea were the billions of sinners from every race, language, and nation. That great sheltering rock was Calvary, the place of the cross. And the people on it were those who had been rescued from sin and hell and who professed to be followers of Jesus Christ. That mighty being who called to them from the tempest was the Son of God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, who is still struggling to save the dying multitudes about us from this terrible doom of damnation, and whose voice can be heard above the music and machinery and noise of life, calling on the rescued to come and help him save the world. My friends in Christ, you are rescued from the waters. You are on the rock. Jesus is in the dark sea, calling on you to come and help him. Will you go?
Will you go? Will you go? Will you go? Lisa, will you go? Auntie Wilmina, will you go? Or would you just sit in your house and enjoy service after service? Will you go? Amen. Will you go? Cheryl, will you go? Or will you just sit in your house and enjoy your husband and your children? Will you go? Holder. Or will you just enjoy your pharmacy and the money that comes with it? Will you go? Or will you leave all the burden to Jesus Christ and enjoy just what he has done? Will you go? Brother Michael, or will you just enjoy the little church he has given us, the music, Esther, Sion, will you go? Or will you just enjoy your brothers and sisters who are always in church and rejoicing? And we selfishly enjoy it, leaving other friends and so-called loved ones. Will you go? Amen. Will you go? Or we will just enjoy the blessings of the Lord. He has made you a Christian. You have such a nice character. Your, your family is all well put together because we understand the scripture. Will you go? Or will you just wait for the day that Jesus will come? And will you go? Or will you just keep singing and enjoying just the Christianity without any effort at helping others? Will you go? The master sent the Anakaza story. He sent his servant. What kind of servants do we have these days in Christianity? Do we have selfish servants? I will not stop saying this because that's the voice of Jesus Christ. That's the cry of Jesus Christ. That is the, the voice that made me a medical student and a doctor who is coming here for a job decide that, yes, I will have the job, but not just the job. I will go. I'll go out there and seek out Brother Michael and look out Brother Prince and his family, Sister Regina. I'll make sure that Shami is not just languishing and simmering in the raging sea. Amen. Will you go. I will just make sure that Erica Key is not just at home and enjoying, but is also a part of the, and, and encouraged to become a servant of Jesus Christ. Yes. What is the use of our Christianity? If all that we're doing is to sit down and enjoy Sunday after Sunday, Basenta meeting after Basenta meeting, just enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Wow. Do we really believe in heaven? Do we really believe in hellfire? Do we really believe that if people die, they go to hell? If we really believe in heaven, then we must be the most selfish beings to be going there alone. Yes. If we really believe. And that is what this Swollen Sunday is about. It's not just a one while. It's a reminder of our responsibility, what we need to be doing together Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Yes. Amen. Let me tell you, one time a condemned prisoner was called, you know, they called a pastor to come and pray for him for his last rites so that they will put him in the uh, execution chair, electric chair to die. As the priest opened the Bible to speak, then the murderer who was facing uh, just execution, just screamed and said, Let, shut up, shut up your voice. I don't want to hear any of that nonsense. 
And the priest was taken aback. I said, what do you mean by that nonsense? And the priest said, the, the prisoner said, allow me to die in peace. Don't torment me with that nonsense of your gospel. Wow. And the priest said, do you know you're blaspheming? Said, yes, if I'm blaspheming, are you the priest? You are blaspheming the most. And then the prisoner said, the, the priest said, what do you mean? You are the blasphemer. And the prisoner said, pastor, Mr. Christian man who thinks heaven is real and hell is real. If I, this murderer, believed a quarter of what you claim you believe about heaven and hell, if the whole world was scattered with broken bottles, I will crawl on my knees to the very last man and tell them Jesus saves and tell them about heaven and tell them about hell. I will not wait till somebody is being executed the last day to walk so joyously and come. I will not wait for that. And he said, I don't want to hear. If it is true, then you are the most wicked pastor I've ever seen. But if it is true that if I die, I'll go to hell. And if you die, you go to heaven. He said, then Christians are the most wicked and loving and, 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 and ungracious people ever. And with that, he just walked straight to the electric chair. He said, I don't want any prayer. Because from your lifestyle, pastor, Christian, Christian, sister, Christian, brother, your lifestyle speaks far more than what you're saying. Because you don't seem to believe. And why should I believe an unbeliever? That was what the prisoner said. Because your behavior is an unbelieving behavior. Only your talk pretends like you're a believer. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the modern day Christian. We, we speak a lot of faith, but we do a lot of unbelief. Oh, I'll say then Christians speak a lot of faith, yes. but we do, including me and you, we do a lot of unbelief. Look at the friends that we move with. Look at the relatives. Look at our work colleagues. Look at our students' friends. Look at our, our, our friends and love, even relatives which are not born again. Ladies and gentlemen, is that all? Is that all? Is that all? Is that all? Is it just to come into church and enjoy songs, enjoy dancing stars, film stars, enjoy preaching stars like me, enjoy worship stars like you and I, enjoy church member stars? And we just stars. Is that all we are? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Like a diamond in the skies, like diamonds in the church. Just twinkling, twinkling, twinkling. Is that what our lives are about? Look at you beautifully sitting down. Somebody is going to hell and dying in hellfire. Shame on us Christians. Shame on us. Shame on us. When I watched that movie, I told myself, I don't think that I qualify to preach. I really don't. Because you and I know. When was the last time you spoke to somebody about Christ? And we just went under when COVID came and gave ourselves the excuse that COVID will not allow us to speak to people. COVID is gone. Our prayers have been answered. Again, selfishly, we are sitting down. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have news for you. I have news for you that if this swollen Sunday and if these videos and if these reminders does not, will not cause you to walk at least three souls to the kingdom, Perhaps you will never walk any soul ever to the kingdom. Never. 
Mercy, Lord. I'll say it again. If with all the weeks of prayer, fasting, preaching, reminding, movies, does not change your heart about arising and shining, and you remain selfish, enjoying the church, beautiful church that we have, then I have no hope for you, even myself. This, this morning, I've written, Akwe, you are sitting there beautifully. Beautifully. You go to work and you come, you color your hair and you beautifully done. Beautiful. How many people are there? Spencer, you come and you are in the film stars. So what? So that what? Rashad, you just play your guitar, but souls are languishing. Souls are perishing. Emmanuel Nawi. Brother Cyrus, it's not enough to just sing to Christians. Christians are the least of our concern. Christians should be, actually the church should be our the least of our concerns. Actually, we should abandon the church for the sake of the world, if we're doing the right thing. Actually, we should have one half of the service where when we come, we sing praises and we go out there to the world. Then we bring them so that we'll have somebody to speak to. But speaking to you is a useless effort. Sincerely, the only reason why I must be preaching to you, Ayana, or I must be preaching to you, Prince, is so that you will be equipped so that you will help in the soul winning effort from the world. So people can sit in the chair you are sitting while you are working outside there. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Otherwise, it was not. Let me tell you, Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Fisaya, listen carefully. Amen. Your beautiful Christianity is useless without it affecting other people. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yes, Lord. New. Brother William, listen and listen well. And all things are of God, who has done what? Reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. The Bible says he has brought us together with Jesus Christ, brother Frederick, and has given unto us that ministry, that service, or make the servants of reconciliation. Christians, we are born again in verse 17 and in verse 18 immediately, we are given the ministry of reconciliation. Wow. Sister Victoria, it's not enough to be in church with a red brother to know that Jesus is about to die. Now, he said, immediately you are born again. All things are passed away. All things are becoming new. Then the next thing is that take on the ministry of reconciliation. Yes. And he said, let me explain further in verse 19. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses on them. You know, the God came through Jesus Christ to come and reconcile the world to himself so that their sins will not go with them. And he has committed unto us also that word of reconciliation. This yeah. week, if you have done nothing about Swollen Sunday, this is your best week yet to yes, send the word right. of reconciliation. Wow. Amen. Yeah. And verse 20 yeah. says, now then we are the ambassadors for Christ. Amen. Ambassadors. 
are the people that represent that stand where somebody should have stood. An ambassador to the, from America to say Ethiopia is the representative of, of, of President Biden in Ethiopia. So ambassadors of Christ means representatives of Christ in the world. Christ has representatives, ambassadors. Brenada, you are an ambassador. I'm telling you honestly. Judith, you are an ambassador. In yeah. case you didn't know, this is who you are. James, Amen. you are an ambassador. Wow. I'm telling you, this is who you are. This is who you are. Amen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is who you are, an ambassador. I mean, Mama Ruthie, you are an ambassador for Christ. And Bible says that now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. As though God did this. So we pray you in Christ that be ye reconciled with God. Bible says ambassadors, the Lord beseeches people through us so that people will be reconciled with God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because what? Verse 21. For he has made Christ to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? So that we might be made the righteousness of God. Wow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, as you are clapping, remember that somebody needs to be clapping for Jesus. Let me tell you the story of the Anakazo, the Anakazo story that we have hammered on week after week after week. Luke chapter 14, verse 23. Let me tell you the basis of that Anakazo. This wickedness of sitting in is not the right thing. Let me tell you the opposite of the wickedness. The Anakazo, Luke chapter 14, verse 23, I thought they would bring it up. It says, and the Lord said unto his servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Now that compelling is, 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 gives a sense of urgency. It gives a sense of necessity. It says, force them, yield them, because people do not know what trouble they are in. But thank God, Christians know, Christians understand. So he sends his Christian servants. Ladies and gentlemen, as I am speaking, I am telling you, souls are dying and going to hell. And he said, compel them. That word compel, it means to force to necessitate, to make them yield, it gives an impression of somebody who is violent. And I understand. It gives the impression of somebody who is just authoritarian and controlling and wants to just force people to do something they don't. And I know you've been thinking about it. Actually, that's the reason why most of us have not done what we should be doing. Mimi, there's so many people, Casey, that are around you Actually, that's the reason why, because we feel we look so aggressive. It doesn't it compelling somebody to come to you. You look aggressive. You look wicked. You look funny. You look like somebody who is a fanatic. You look like somebody who is just a a, a domineering person. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that it's not true. All that is the voice of the devil. Let me explain to you the real basis of Anakazu. 
Mm-hmm. That it is not wickedness. It is not domineering somebody. It is love. Mm-hmm. How do I know? It is love. Only people who love you will anacazo you. Ah, my parents and the cast compelled me to go to school. I remember one day I told them I will not go to school again. And they forced me. They caused me to yield. They made it necessary. They gave me the reasons and they helped me and they made a way for me. When I had been beaten, I was had no interest in school, zero interest. Zero interest wow. in school. And they gave me all the encouragement. They gave me candies. They gave me raps. They gave me words. They they woke me up. They they sang for me and they forced me when I wouldn't. All those were put together as anakazo to compel me. And now that I know the importance of schooling, I am so grateful that they forced me, that they pushed me, that they pressed on me, that they convinced me, that they made a way for me. Ah, thank God. Put your hands together for those parents. I'm so convinced that now I also push my children to go to school. Yeah. I push my children to go to school. To go to the... One time, my son told me medical school is hard. And I bought some things and incentives and I convinced him. And today he's so happy that he's in medical school. Ladies and gentlemen, it is looking to the person, it looks like you are forceful and wicked and aggressive. But when they mature, they will know it was love. How do I know it is love? Let's go. Same Luke chapter 14. We read verse 23. Let's start from verse 12. And I'll show you the real underlying basis of Anakazo is love. It's charity. Wow. Then said he, Luke 14 verse 12. Then he said, let's read from the New Living Translation, if it's possible. Then said he also to him who, then he turned to his host. Watch this. Jesus had been invited. He turned to his host. Says, when you put on a luncheon or a banquet or a feast, like Swollen Sunday is coming, we're putting on a feast. He said, don't just, don't invite your friends, brothers, relatives, rich neighbors, for they will invite you back. And that will be your only reward. Now watch this. He said, when you have a party, it is not about your reward. You invite people not so that you get a reward. That's the reason why you don't just go for friends. Mother, watch, he's explaining the basis. You have spent money to prepare lunch, a dinner. You have spent a lot of time and money invested and you're inviting people. Watch the next verse 13. Instead, invite the poor, invite the crippled, invite the lame, invite the blind. All these are suggestive of people who are not like you, people who are defective, who don't have what you have, who don't look like the way you are. If you are able to go out there to invite, people are there who will not have money, who will not have legs, who will not have hands, who will not have eyes, who will not see the way you see, whose walk is not the way you walk, whose looks are not the way you look, who are not Christians like the way you operate who do not see things the way you see them. They are just not like you. Who invites such people to parties? 
when we are having a Christian meeting, of course, we don't bring unbelievers. It's a Christian meeting. When we are having a worship night, usually we want people who are spiritual, who will bring the fire down, who will do the hallelujah, praise the Lord, who will dance and spin so that when we say those who call, who know your name, you can also we'll bring dancing stars. We don't bring people who don't know the songs, who don't know how to dance, who don't know, who cannot even understand the Bible, but by Jesus says, those are the people you invite, the people who don't know your songs, who don't, who don't walk the way you walk, who don't believe the things you believe in. They are not like wow. you. Wow. Because if you're crippled, he would not send you. If you are blind, you would not see to go and bring somebody to get sight. If you were lame, you could not have been sent. He's saying some people will have problems. The people that need to be at the party are the people that have problems, who need healing, who need restoration, who need salvation, who need the Lord to do some miracles for them. Come for the Lord Jesus. And then it goes on to verse 15. It says, so that they don't have to pay you. Verse number 14 says, then if you do that at the resurrection, Next week is Resurrection Sunday. At the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you. Two weeks ago, I told you about the real love called charity. Charity means charitable. It means I don't know you. I don't expect anything back. What I'm doing, I'm doing it out of my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, the basis of anakazo is charity out of a pure heart. Wow. Yeah. It is only a parent who understands and loves a child who will force the child to eat when he's going malnourished, who will force a child to go to school, who will even look mean and spank the child sometimes. It is only a loving parent. It's only a loving Christians. Many Christians do not have love, agape God type of love, charity. For God so charity loved the world that he gave himself, his only begotten son, his comfort, his life, his everything. That is love. Charitable giving. And he, God knew that Jesus was going to die. God knew that he was going to be ridiculed. God knew he was going to be disgraced. God knew he was going to be spat upon. But charity will allow you. It did an akazo. Verse 14. He said at the resurrection, those who do an akazo are the ones that will be rewarded because you're not going to, you know, they cannot pay you back. So the only motivation is not what they will say to you. It's not what they will give you. It's the love that is from your heart. And Nakazo is based on love. Christians who and Nakazo are Christian lovers. They have charity. Amen. Wow. When you see a Christian who does not go, it, look, it does not matter how big of a prayer warrior you are. Come on now. That's Stop right. that prayer warrior nonsense. Wow. It means nothing if you don't have love. Wow. You can pray. Yeah. So what? If you are that prayerful, if you are that spiritual, demonstrated by love. Bible says love never fails. Amen. Most, most unbelievers may not understand the Bible. But they will understand your love. 
They will. It's an international language. Even unbelievers understand it. It's true. Yeah. Bible says, by this shall all men know that you are Jesus' disciples. If you have love for others, for others, for others, for others, for others. You come to church with your family, with your mother, with your friend, with your center person. Glory to God. That's not a bad thing. But let's now show the higher levels of maturity in charity. Be like God by now getting somebody else to come along. Now, verse 15, that's where. Then once he explained that it's all about charity, it's all about love, then he goes on to the feast, verse 15. Then he says, hearing this, a man sitting at the table with Jesus exclaimed, what a blessing it is to attend a banquet in the kingdom of God. What a blessing it will be to attend a banquet. He saw that it was such a great blessing when we can get people to enjoy the banquet. Then it goes on in verse 16. Then Jesus replies to this story with this story. A man prepared a great feast or banquet and sent many invitations, sent out many invitations. Keep going. Now I'm going to read to the end. Verse 17. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell guests, come for the banquet is ready. Ladies and gentlemen, the banquet for Swelling Sunday is ready. The banquet for the yes. kingdom is ready. All yes. things are set. Rehearsals have been done. Prayers have been done. Fastings have been done. And this week, more prayer, more fasting have been done. Now, the next thing, when the banquet is set, planned, prepared, is invitations. And the Bible says, Jesus knows that the first level of people you will invite, they will make you excuses. Amen. Jesus knew. First level, always expect every one of us. Last week, I asked you how many people have invited at least three people to church before. Everybody's hand was up. I said, then I said, how many people have actually gathered people and you are the reason why three, at least three people are sitting in the chair. You can look at them. I was the reason from beginning to end that day in the church. Almost three, only three people. And it's because of this. Because what you did, they all begin to make excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and I must go and inspect it. Please excuse me. The next one, there's 19. Look at the excuses. You bought a piece. You are now going to inspect something you paid for. What if you don't like it? You see? Another said, I have just bought five pairs of oxen. And I want to go and try them out. You paid for it. You're not going to try them out. Come on now. That's why last week we learned that excuses are lies. Excuses are empty. Excuses are meant for us to overcome them. Amen. Amen. Please excuse me. Then look at the third one. And he, another said, I now, I now have a wife. Now I have a wife. Now I'm married. So I can't come. The reason you are, you can't go to a party is because you have a wife. Ah, come on now. We are not, we were born on Monday, but not just the last Monday. Wow. I can't come. Now watch this carefully. It is love. Then the servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, go quickly into the streets, into the alleys of the town and invite the poor. You see where the love is? Invite somebody stranger, the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. 
Then verse 22 says, and the servant, after that the servant had done this, he reported, I've done it, but there is still room for more. Oh, wow. There is still room for more. Tell somebody there's still room for more. There is still room I parked last week, I still at the corner. Watch those chairs. And we have the, 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 the celebration hall. We have everything there. We are set. More space. More, there is still room. Then go on to the next verse. More space. Yeah. Go on to the next verse. And then he said, I've done, and there's still room. So his master said, go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and let anyone, somebody say anyone. Anyone. Anyone you find to come. Yes. Edge anyone you find to come so wow. that the house will be full. In fact, he says, my house may be full. Amen. Go Amen. out the country and behind Amen. anyone Amen. so that my house may be full. Okay. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the word anakazo. 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 Amen. Go out and urge them. Urge, urge anyone. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, as you go, I want you to know that the basis of what you're doing is love. Yes. Brother Michael, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't pursue. No. Until now, you're sitting in here. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Renee and all, if we did not love you, we would not be doing this. Some of your children, the trouble they give us, it's out of love. That's right. And we keep persisting. If it wasn't for love, you, I would have beaten you by now. Wow. The way you are difficult sometimes. Hey, thank you for your love. Thank you. The way you have been difficult, what you have, the way you have treated me sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But you see, I prevailed. Anakazo, compelling power, compelling. Look, Emmanuel, now we're in Yusuf. The work, the love that we've shown is only love. It's only love. It's time for you to show love. Brineda, your tears, your issues. Rashad, the troubles you brought to this church. Wow. But look at you. It's only love that keeps us doing what we're doing. Amen. Lisa, the troubles you've given me. Hey. Yeah. Mm. All of you, Sherry. Mm. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. allow yourself to have some trouble because of Christ. Yes. As we go into this week, I want to assure you, I want to gather everybody, you know, write down the names of the people you intend to bring and give it to your Basenta leader. And let's pray over the names. Amen. Don't just wait. As I'm speaking, write out, do some work this week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever Wednesday that we have Basenta. Gather names. If you have 10 names, it's fine. I said three, but you can gather 10 names Amen. of people you have decided. These are the people I'm targeting. And work on it with prayer and let Amen. us pray over them. Write their names down write their names, if possible, with their contact or their phone number. Don't wait till Sunday. Start now. He said, go quickly. Go now. Go quickly. Go now. If you have love. Ladies and gentlemen, heaven, eh, when you go there, many of us will regret it. Not because we are in heaven, but because we'll be so sad that it would have been so easy to bring so many people along. But it'll be too late. When the rich man went to heaven, he became an evangelist because he did not speak to He said, Moses, please tell somebody to go down and tell them, tell them, please, that they should never come to this hell. They should never come to this hell. 
I have five brothers. Please go and tell them. Go and tell them. Now it's urgent. The people in hell, they, if they could, they would preach. When people get to hell, they become preachers like the rich man. Right. Wow. Yeah. But it's too late. Their too message late. is the same message we were supposed to preach. Only that somebody preached a message to us and got us into heaven. That's why we are not in hell becoming yes. preachers while we are in heaven's gates let's become preachers now now yes. now, yes. now 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 let's preach our message now yes. Yes. People, preach to people you know let me tell you something many of us the reason we don't do it we are ashamed but romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 bible says for i am not ashamed of the gospel victoria of jesus christ for it is the power, give me King James, of God unto salvation. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. For it's not, it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and to the Greek. Anyone, anyone. You know, many of us are ashamed. You are ashamed. When they say, what did you do last Sunday? Well, I rested. I watched movie. You are not oh, able to say, I went to church. Be able to come boldly. What you are doing is a good thing. People are able to say that I went to the strip club. People are able to say I went to the club. People are able to say I went on vacation. What a great thing to be able to also stand and say that I went to church and come along with me. I am not ashamed. Amen. Jesus Christ is not toilet. It's not garbage to be ashamed of. The king of kings. Yes, he is not garbage. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Mark chapter 8 and verse number 38. Bible says, if you are ashamed of me in this generation, says whoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the son of man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels. You know, one of the ways that Christians are going to be separated is those who are not ashamed of Jesus Christ versus those who are ashamed. Those who carried boldly Jesus Christ and his word. Gordon, Gordon, try and speak to somebody. Amen. Amen. Yeah, the difference will be those who were not ashamed yes. and those who are ashamed. Jesus Amen. said, when I come, I will also be ashamed to present you to the Lord. Mm. Wow. You want to be that. You no. should be bold and say that I'm going to church. I am going to church. I'm a Christian and I am proud of my status as a Christian. You should be able to say that it is okay. Come along with me to church and not be ashamed. You should be able to say, you know, let, let me tell you something. Next Sunday, you should be even able to tell people that you don't have to drive. I will come and pick you up. Save your gas. Yeah. Wow. I have already arranged things like that. That don't, 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 you don't need to drive. I will come and pick you up in my car. I will buy gas and come to where you are and pick you up. Wow. That's love. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To invest some gas, that's not a problem. Amen. Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Anakazo takes investment. Sister Frisaya, go with your car. Some of us, we are all. We used to use COVID. COVID is gone by the grace of God. COVID Amen. is gone. It is gone. Hallelujah. Cry right for the Lord Jesus. We have been clapping. We have been praying and praying and thank God that we are free. 
Our intensive care units are over free empty of COVID. Amen. Even Hallelujah. our hospitals, they, they are wondering, why are you still wearing masks? Why are we still wearing masks? And this month, they are, the government, UK has already stopped masks. This month, there is a law coming to stop all masks for public places, public transportation. New York has done it already. Wow. Yeah. That's what a blessing it is. What a so blessing. All, all the excuses we had for not carrying people. And thank God for people like Sister Devonia, Brother Spencer, Brother Kelvin, and Brother Cyrus, who still, in spite of the COVID, were even picking up people in their cars and bringing, clap for them. And Brother Michael, wow. clap for them. And some people like you, clap for them. This week, invest unashamedly and tell the people you invite, I am coming to pick you up. And when we come and the whole place is full and expect the place to be full, then we who are the main members, we will stand or we will go to a celebration hall. We will have a big screen and we will allow our people we invited to sit down. And I want everybody you come with, sit by the person, okay? Sit by the person, or if there is no seat, then stand by the person or sit on the floor by the person. I will do that, God for the Lord Jesus. Yes. Yeah, give them the chair and you sit on the chair. Amen. Because that's how precious it is. We are not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. If I was ashamed of the gospel, as a physician, you will not be sitting here. Sister Casey, you remember that? That's right. If I was ashamed of the gospel, you, Sister Patricia and your family, you perhaps will not even be married. Perhaps. Perhaps. If I was ashamed of the gospel, many of you will not be where you are. The gospel has so much. It's not just my... Look, when Christ saves you, he saved you from a whole lot of things if we are committed properly to it, including poverty, including depression, including all kinds of curses. Yeah. Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord because he himself was made a curse on the tree. So as we come wow. along this week, Brother Rashad, lift up your head and listen. Stop looking on the, on the screen and listen to this important message. Hallelujah. And Amen. pay attention. This is one of the most important messages you will ever hear. And I pray that as I pour my heart out, you will pour your heart out to the people who are strangers to you. Screen your head. You will find friends and loved ones. You will have neighbors in your neighborhood. You will have classmates. You will have work colleagues. You will have people you don't know that you meet in the mall. So many people who will qualify for you to pick them up if you have love in your heart. Think about this as I'm talking. And as the Lord has sent you as a servant, may the anointing of the servant rest upon you. May Amen. the grace of God that brings salvation draw your heart. May Amen. selfishness go away. Amen. May all your so-called spirituality be brought to bear yes. so that it will bear fruits. Amen. Fruits that will glorify God. Amen. Your prayer is nothing. Your preach is nothing. Your knowledge of scripture is useless until it can be used to actually bring souls to Christ. Unashamedly. Rise to your feet yes. and let's yes. pray. Wow. Put your hand on your heart. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Put your hand on your heart. Yes. 
and speak to the Lord that, Lord, forgive me for my selfishness. Lord, forgive me for my selfishness. Oh, no, put your hand on your heart so that it will touch your heart. Amen. And tell the Lord, you speak to the Lord yourself. Father, I want to speak. I know that I used to do far more. I know that I used to really witness and draw people, but I've become lazy. I've become content with what you have given me. I've become selfish. I've become just self-centered. For now, from now, I repent. I pray, have mercy on me. Have mercy upon every member of the church. Have mercy on this church for our, our, our in lack of involvement and our shamefacedness. I pray that you will restore that heart of love and charity. Come this week and going forward, we will not become like a desical and mediocre anymore, but we will together rise up and join the angels of heaven and join the anointing, join the Holy Spirit, join the spirit of just men made perfect to draw people your kingdom. Help us, Jesus, to do your way. Help us to put in our hearts. This week, may we take it as a spiritual week of fruit bearing. May we not be barren again. May we cease to be barren. May we become fruitful. May we start this week, young and old, male and female, poor and rich. May we all gather together. May we never be good for nothing. May we never come to this back here empty-handed. And may we carry souls that will enter heaven because of an akazu. May we come out there Give and the do your will. Holy Spirit, equip us, anoint us, and help us with love and compassion. Because of love and compassion. Give us the grace to compel. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, close your eyes with me. Yes. Jesus, Father, I pray. Your word says, when you saw the multitude, you were moved with compassion and you prayed the Anakazo prayer to send laborers into the vineyard, the harvest. Today, let that spirit of compassion, love, come into our hearts to move us. Yes. And may we be serious Christians of faith. Yes. Not just talk. We're tired of just talking Christianity. Amen. Now let's walk Christianity. Yes. Let's prove that we are fruitful. Yes. Help us. Help us. We are tired of being barren. Yes. And making excuses. Yes. Forgive our excuse making. Forgive Rather us. Rather from now, help us to make a way. Help us. Anoint us to fill your house consistently from now. Yes, Lord. Until you find a reason to give us a cathedral. Hallelujah. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. I bind the spirit of the excuse maker. Yes, Lord. We bind the spirit of rebellion. We bind the spirit of lack of faith. We bind the spirit of sinfulness. We bind the spirit of stubbornness right now. We bind you stubbornness. We bind the spirit of the strong man that has been fails. That you will open their blind eyes and yes, Lord. follow us yes, in the Lord. kingdom. In the name of we Jesus. Pray together. Yes. Say, Lord, bring success to this fruitfulness. Yes. And more importantly, help us yes. to establish them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you are here, 
you want salvation of the Lord. You don't know Jesus as your personal savior. Somebody invited you. You responded to this love. This is your opportunity. Whether you're on Zoom or you're in person, I want to pray a special prayer with you. Nobody should go away, please. Nobody should go away. If you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, just lift up your right hand and I'll share a word of prayer with you. If you're here, whether on Zoom or in person, next week I will be there live by the grace of God. Amen. And today you are there, you are live in church or you're on Zoom, lift up your right hand. And if you've lifted your right hand, move to the front and let's share this prayer. Everybody repeat after me. Say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. Anoint me. Anoint me. To be your child. To be your child. To be your servant. To be your servant. And send me. And send me. Into the world. Into the world. Save the lost with you. Save the lost. With you, Jesus Christ. With you, Jesus I join my heart with yours. I join my heart with yours. To bear fruit. To bear fruit. To compel souls. To compel souls. By an akazo. By an akazo. To bring them myself. To bring them myself. In my car. With my car. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The car that you gave me. The car that you gave me. The blessing that you gave me. The blessing that you gave me. I want to share with others. I want to share with others. So that people will get to know you. So that people will get to know you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed. Be blessed.